Welcome to Critically Ashamed. I'm your host, Chop. Gator. Chris. And Blake. So, on Critically Ashamed, what we do is talk about shitty movies and whether they're good or bad. Not necessarily shitty movies. Maybe just movies that are obscure or otherwise unheard of. Yeah, you can't Maybe not something you would like normally that. watch. There you go. That's what it yeah. is. You may have even heard of it, and you're like, oh yeah, I should watch that sometime. Yeah. Uh, so, last time it was my pick, I picked Domino. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I disagree with this concept, because it's high production value, star-studded cast. I mean... Pretty decent movie. Lots of big explosions. Still still a B-list movie. Like, a lot of people don't know that this movie exists. And I don't know that it's got a bunch of famous people. It's got... Uh, uh, Keira Rourke. Keira Knightley and Mickey Rourke. Tim Allen. No, it has more than that. Also has... Uh, who is her stepdad movie producer guy? I don't know. No idea what you're It's got about. some famous people in it, dude. I think it's Christopher Walken, honestly. Uh, oh, yeah. It does have Christopher Walken in it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just I mean, saying. I'm, just I'm not saying, saying it doesn't have some famous people. All I'm saying is that you know it's. Uh, but it was also high production value. Well, it's not like. But can sh- I? But there's something that we're overlooking here, guys. Kira Knightley's boobs and ass. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, Kira is that Knight- why you watch the movie? At the, yes, that's <laughs> why you watch this movie. At this point, uh, Kira Knightley doesn't show her body or naked body anymore because she doesn't have to. Right? She's too famous. She's fucking uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. You know? Right. So, nice. you gotta go You gotta go back to her, her earlier movies, i.e. Domino, mm-hmm. and, you know, you get to you get to check that out. See some Karen Natalie boobage. Sneak a peek. And it's not like she has a whole lot of boobage to go for anyway, but hey, if you ever... Who... How about this? Do you want to see Karen Knightley's boobs? Exactly. That's my fucking point. Go watch the movie. That's valid. I mean, that's a valid point. <laughs> so does it make it worth it right there? Someone's like, yeah, but Karen Knightley doesn't have very big boobs. That, she, does, she does have a nice ass, though. That is invalid. She has boobs. Do you want to see them? <laughs> Size doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying. So, I I don't know. I still disagree. However, not with that. That that, that actually makes sense. But with the with it being not critically ashamed, uh, this was what 2005, something like that. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, and like almost nobody knows about this movie. Like, not a lot of people have seen it. Uh, I guess, do, do we want to spell it out? So, like, the context of it. Kira, I, I watched it when it came out, so. Kira Knightley plays a bounty hunter. Uh, Mickey Rourke is, like, her, her father figure. Yeah, mentor is a better better word. Um, and I guess she's, like, a privileged, uh, like, yeah. privileged youth that's rebelling. Yeah, and, pretty much. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. She, she goes hard. She kicks some ass and blows up a bunch of shit. Takes some names. And uh, Lucy Liu in it, also. Oh, she's famous. Oh, it does have Lucy Liu. And that scene where Lucy Liu is interrogating Kira Knightley is like, what porno should be made of. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I'm just saying. Um, yeah, and also, I don't know his name, but the the dude that sets up all the contracts for him, he's famous for something. Yeah. I don't remember his face. Probably doing contracts. Yeah, he was in uh, He was in uh, Get Shorty. Oh, the black dude from Congo. The, yeah. the military leader. Yep, he was also in Get Shorty. Chuck Congo. Stop eating my sesame. Sesame cake. Remember that guy? Yeah, Chuck Congo. Yeah, that guy. So there are some famous people, for sure. I'm not I'm not trying to belittle that. But yeah, it, this story isn't too bad. I mean, it's it, it'll keep you involved. The uh, the action is definitely, like, high-octane, balls-to-the-wall all the time. And, you know, it's kind of cool that uh, 
that she's just unapologetically badass, like, for the sake of being badass. Yeah. You know? They don't, like, they don't have to quantify it. Or, like, my I guess my only complaint is that Kira Knightley doesn't seem like the type of chick that could, like, kick someone's ass. Now you yeah. throw a Gina Carano in there, or, you know. But, I don't know, that's why it almost makes it more fun. It's because, like, honestly, she doesn't really just beat anybody's ass. I think she might, like, punch a couple people just for funsies, but, uh... Yeah, that's accurate, actually. She mostly holds guns on them. Yeah, mostly she holds guns and, like... And, I don't know if you knew this, but it was based on a real person. Yeah. And the real person was not a Gina Carano-esque character. She was a... She was a a, a, a skinny, look-like, middle-class, privileged white girl Mm -hmm. that's rebelling. Right. Like, that character. She looks like that character. Maybe not quite as punk rock, but... I mean, same thing. Yeah. They actually show her at the end of the movie. Because I yeah, think but she the died, picture, like, right around then. The picture at the end is, like, to, I think towards the end of her life. Yeah. If you look at the pictures from back in the... Whenever it was, 70s or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Bringing it back. There's some badass moments in this, right? So, like... Sure. Uh, there's a point where they all end up on mescaline. Just because they fucked some shit up and somebody tried to drug them and poison them and stuff. Yeah. So, they're, like, driving through the desert in an RV that's painted like a fucking bomb. <laughs> on mescaline swerving through the desert and crash the fuck out of an RV and flip it like a hundred times. Yeah. And uh, then she fucks on mescaline. That's, yeah. That's when that happens. Uh, there's also a scene where Choco, who's one of the other guys, because uh, they are like saying that the, the tattoo on this guy's arm is the code for the safe that they need to get into. And they're like, oh, get the arm. And he goes back in there and the, the like phone cuts out and they're like just saying, hey, it's on his arm. Just figure it out. And he goes in there and he fucking takes a shotgun and gets his shoulder and starts pumping shotgun shells into his shoulder and rips, rips his, arm his arm off. Yeah, because he's getting sketchy phone call that's like... Yeah. And he thinks they're saying, take his... Like, get his arm. Yeah. And what they're saying is get the code off of his arm. Like, read his fucking... You know? Yeah. And he's like, okay, I guess I'll fucking... And everybody's like, holy fuck, man. And Choco's just like, alright, fuck. And he gets his shotgun and goes back there and just... <laughs> so that's pretty fucked up, but awesome. <laughs> Then everybody plays it off. They're like, well, that's one way to do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they also, I don't know. It's pretty badass. She, she scams the people, or they're like scamming people that are to become a bounty hunter or whatever, and she sees through it. That was cool. Yeah. Um, her playing mind games with Lucy Liu was pretty good, and Dude. that was pretty good acting. It, that, that I think that was my favorite part. Her first mm-hmm. bounty was one of my favorite things, when they get set up by the, the gang. Oh, and she ends up having to give a lap dance. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That was uh... that's a bit much. <laughs> it's a bit over the top, but fuck it, whatever. It's Fun a movie. Watch. It's a movie. Fuck it. Uh, yeah, like everyone's about to kill each other, and she's like, "How about Kira Knightley lap dance instead?" And everyone's like, oh, "Okay, that that sounds good. That seems fair." <laughs> Peace uh, across then, the world. Spoiler alert: They blow up the uh, stratosphere <laughs> at the end. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes you gotta blow up the top of the world. Yeah. That's why it doesn't turn on anymore. Mm-hmm. So, definitely has some, like, high-octane, holy fuck explosion moments, and that's that's something that's noteworthy. It seems real, like, uh, basic bitch, though. I mean, you got the explosions and the hot chick. Does I, this have enough content in it to make it... Are you even a dude? I like... <laughs> <laughs> I like... I don't know. This is gonna sound weird and pandering, but I like that uh, that it's got a strong female lead. Um, there have been movies like this before. I'm thinking mostly of like, think of like Bar- Barbed Wire with Pamela Anderson. Mm. It's basically the same shit, dude. You Tank got a girl. super hot chick that just is a badass and fucks shit up. Beats you know? ass. Uh, <laughs> Beats wholesale ass. 
but but this one was a little bit more mainstream appeal, I guess, than Barbed Wire because Pamela Anderson was a porn star and Keira Knightley's an actress, a Disney actress. You yeah. know, uh, obviously before she was a Disney. Anyway, uh, I, I don't know, man. It's it, it was entertaining. I watched it all the way through. I enjoyed it. I don't um, know, man. I'd actually seen it twice. I'd seen it a long time ago, so I rewatched it and was like, "Yeah, this is what I remember." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, all right, so overall, you get Hot Chick that beats ass, and then you get a bunch of explosions. I will say there's some really fucking crazy stereotypes in that movie. Like, the fucking driver is Afghani and blows shit up, like, that's his whole gig. Yeah. Uh, And then there's also the, like, three fat black ladies that are, like, just fuck everything up. Yeah. Uh, So, there is that, but... um, But there is a good story underneath, um... Like I said, you can you can argue that the acting is meh, but when you're watching Lucy Liu and Kira Knightley, like for lack of a better word, mind fucking each other, mm-hmm. dude, that is excellent acting. Yeah, that is good stuff, uh, and excellent dialogue. You know, mm-hmm. so it's it's well written, it's well filmed, it's got a good cast that that executes. I mean, it's, it's got a- it's got all the boxes. All the boxes are checked. It's a good movie. I guess my hang up is that I had already seen it and wanted to watch it the first time and knew what it was so in the high production value and star study cast true but i mean if we're looking historically here like high production value we had uh sucker punch we've also had uh which was another one of yours it's also yours your no picture. that one was yours uh i picked that. domino because you picked sucker punch okay oh. but if, looking back even further we have stuff like uh velocipaster um you yeah. know high, high production value movies mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah uh, yeah, I, no, I, I would argue like Troll Hunter was decently good production, not that high, but like that movie not was bad. scary, dude. That movie freaked me out. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I th- I think it fits. I mean, I, I don't want to pick a movie that's like in theaters. Well, there's no movies in theaters right now, but you know <clears> what I mean. Like, I don't want to pick a movie that's right now. You know, that would be ge- that would be lame. But uh, <laughs> dude, movie theaters are the new malls, bro. Nobody there. Well. I mean, aren't they the same thing, though? But you can pick a movie from 2005. All right, how about this? If I was to throw out Citizen Kane and be like, hey, guys, we should watch Citizen Kane for Critically Shamed, you could argue this has the most famous cast of the time and the highest production value of the time. And not only that, historically, it's you know widely regarded as one of the greatest movies of all time. Yeah. Also, most people haven't seen it. So... Yeah, and they get to the, the, oh, it's black and white, and they don't want to mess with it. So you could, I, I feel like that qualifies. You could, you and if you were to just lighten up on that a little bit, then you talk about a movie from 2005 that maybe people don't remember. Like Domino. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that one. I'm just saying, uh, it's all semantics, it doesn't really matter. We're just bitching at each other. <laughs> so, let's, uh, let's reel it back in. Critically ashamed, cl- critically acclaimed. How do you feel? Acclaimed. Yeah, it's good. Sure. Yeah, I think it's good. Uh, it was one of my favorite movies at the time. Granted, I was like 13 <clears throat> also. So like God, Keir Knightley and, you know, explosions. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. Work. Dude, if you're 13, bro, stop <laughs> fucking listening. What are you doing listening to this shit? Go watch Domino and beat off to Keira Knightley's boobs. I'm just saying. Yeah. Also, if you're 37, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what do we got to, what are we going to do next? I think Chris is up. I said it before the show, and I forgot what it was. Hell yeah. I can't remember Uh, either. Run? Oh, Run, Ronnie, Run. I don't know. I honest to God don't even know what that movie is. You're welcome. Who was in it? I don't know what it is either. But you said it before the show, so I remembered that part of it. Isn't that the, uh, like, general premise is like he's 
a really shitty criminal and they're filming it? Well, right, kind of. Like, like cops, but it's him every time? <laughs> yeah. Oh, cop- I thought it was like a gangster movie. No. No. Okay. Uh, it's like a comedy, right? Yeah, it's a comedy for sure. Uh, yeah, basically, they it's like cops, but he just gets arrested over and over again. He's like the I Know My Rights guy that gets arrested on lawnmower. Okay. Word. All right. So, <laughs> I feel like that fits for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'll watch it. All right. So, we'll check it out, and everybody else, watch it sometime in the next, like, month-ish. And... Let us know what you think. Yeah. All right, guys. The Whiskey and Whiskers website is up. It's whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. On there, you can find links to all of our social media, including Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also find links everywhere you choose to listen, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, all your favorite podcasting apps, including the That's Not Canon Network, which we are a part of. Uh, all our content's on their website, along with a bunch of other podcasts. we got new episodes every Monday, new content all the time. We'll see you next week.